I mean, look, this is a new format. Just do whatever is like natural and comfortable. All right. All right, guys. All right, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's already recording. Hey, guys. So, welcome to this uh, this week's episode of the Mid Youth Cast <laughs> Saga series, broadcasting from Saiwan Ho, Tungchung, and Central. And the reason why we're doing this is because, um, unfortunately, we've had a cluster in Hong Kong, so we're all being socially responsible and being safe and just keeping it real. Um, and positive. So yeah, welcome to this segment on Zoom meetings. We're gonna do the Zoomies today. Alrighty, so zoomies. we're gonna the Zoomies. We're gonna do the Zoomies. Sammy's really good at the Zoomies. We know this, like ADHD shiny objects. Yes. Alrighty. Um, okay. So Phil, tell us how has this week been? What have you learned? And Stevie, <sighs> tell me about what have you learned this week. Man, this week uh, was uh, as we we're talking about in the chat. It's a rough week for me. It's a rough week. Mm. For, I need to, I need to learn how to stop. I need to actually slow down a bit and um, take take time to just not do anything. You know, mm. um, not have anything on my plate at all, or um, anything, anything extra that I can't, that my body can't handle. You know what I mean? So does that mean shavasana all day, every day? That's my favorite. Shavasana, I did Shavasana <laughs> today. I did a couple. <laughs> Good. Just like on YouTube, just like it's only I like the whole weekend. I was where I was doing doing something. I didn't stop. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, I mean, we're here to support you to do nothing. I'm all about doing nothing, except for right now. <laughs> what about yeah, Steve? Always, what have you learned this week? Learned this past week. Oh, last I week learned, rather. I, I saw. I saw that in the notes and I was like, oh my God, how often do we learn? We have Dan, a thing you recently learned how to do. I'm like, well, I don't know if I learned a new uh, skill in particular. Um, what did we learn in the last week? Um, that's such a tough one. I, I should have come prepared with a better answer. What did you learn? What <laughs> Are did you, you learn? The all knowing, encompassing <laughs> world. I learned I am capable of cooking live shrimps instead of just frozen ones. They came out gloriously, so I'll make that for our dinner next week for the yeah, you know right. with the reunion we're having, the celebration the of Max doing his test, yeah, and the housewarming. I'll make shrimp for all of us. You get one shrimp each, and I get twenty. Where did you get shrimp? Where did you get live shrimp? I have I have wet market downstairs. I've got like literally everything I my heart would desire butcher shop i've got like seafood market i've got vegetable shop i've got fruit stand i've got flower shop i've also got a garbage disposal but they really don't need that they've got me so it's fine oh my god <laughs> I, I i have the wet market too downstairs and i always pass by the live creature section never once have i actually considered purchasing something i saw a bunch of frogs in a cage yesterday in oh. the janky ass cage there was these frogs just chilling there yeah and I mean, for a moment, I felt like a bit of empathy, sympathy, maybe. Um, I mean, and then I'm like, what are you doing with these dirty frogs? Like, who, how do you? Seriously, who, 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 sees a, who, who sees a live frog and thinks, I want to eat that looks good. I want to eat that. <laughs> I don't they, like, they're all. Yeah? Sorry, go on. No, no, I'm just, they just don't look appealing. I mean, and a lot of the fish are also, I mean, 
I wouldn't even know where to begin. But what in China, the frogs are delicacies. I mean, China, they're they're known for doing uh, frog leg skewers, actually, and they're very tasty. They taste like chicken. So it's just mm. the legs that people eat. Do people eat anything else with the frog? I I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to answer this because I plead the fifth right now. You're a self self confessed <laughs> dumpster apparently, and you don't know. <laughs> well, hey, that's because fish, I eat everything. The fish delicious though. Yeah, you do eat everything. Like hey. a fresh fish is delicious though. It is very. It's very. It's very different. Like um, honestly, the quality and the bite is very different. So yeah, but yeah. that's the, the the thing. Like live shrimp, um, I really do enjoy like the taste of the shell or like the the the, the shrimp heads. It, I know it's a very Asian thing, but the shrimp head gives it a lot of flavor. Um, and when you fry it with the garlic, it's just a whole different phenomenon. But I'll make it for you guys. Don't worry. You know, I I, I don't know if I, since we have such a global, uh, perhaps universal audience. Um, maybe, maybe some of the viewers don't know exactly what a wet market is. Like maybe we should, a wet market in, in Hong Kong and in many places in Asia, um, is a place where you can go and buy fresh vegetables. I think they're fresh, fresh yeah. frogs, uh, live fresh from creatures, the farms. live creatures, dead, uh, they eat, creatures, they eat chickens, eh? meat chickens. <laughs> uh, yeah. I no, guess they, they got rid of that with the flu. Yeah, bird flu, they stopped it. Right. There are actually far, there are actually wet markets with live chickens. Um, I I can't so? stand seeing that, but there are options. Of, yeah, they do, they do. Um, but more on the new territory side, um, central. I mean, okay. Hong Kong, like okay. island side, doesn't have as much. Yeah, but I don't really. I, that doesn't make it taste better for me. So I'm not really interested in that. Um, yeah, okay. I, I, I would have, I would be interested to try. Um, I don't know what to do with them. Mm. What market is a, is a, is a, is a very interesting concept. Um, if they don't have the prices, I'm terrified because I feel like they'll try to rip me off. Um, just the term wet market in general and just discomfort, like wet socks. Why, why, why do I want to be wet when I'm shopping? And sometimes it is Isn't wet. Isn't it wet sometimes. because they keep cleaning the floor? They, they, there's, there's puddles all over the street. Sometimes yeah. there's blood. Um, there's oh, a lot of old elderly people that are just standing and looking. It's like a, a, a pastime of the elderly to stand in the street and, the, and admire the, the food. You gotta come to the wet market in Tung Chung. It's actually really, really nice. It's actually all right. Really well, good. I hope they have tofu pho, so maybe we can go to that next time. That could be one of our challenges in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did tofu okay, so, and Mexican food. I Ooh. love Mexican food. It's hard to come by Mexican food here. Um, well, and, I mean, I did host Mexican. Ooh, well, uh, let's let's maybe that could be the theme for the next get together. Um, I I feel so I, I slighted you guys for not having coming prepared with something I learned. So I'll revert to today. I learned yes, today bring I learned it, that bring uh, octopuses sometimes punch fish. Uh, a hypothesis is that octopuses octopus is punching out of spite to punish the fish. Research suggests that I've the octopus brain, though drastically different than ours, is capable of complex behavior. And cognition, so yeah, they do it for fun. Yeah. I've heard they do it for fun. Wait, so Phil, next time we hang out, if I just punch you, can I just say I'm an octopus? Definitely. With the, have you ever seen an octopus? Tentacles. Oh God! With all, with all your reach and like you, you have so many different social circles. Just you know. <laughs> so, wow! Like, I was just, we were just having a quick chat on IG, and I was like, <laughs> Sam was like, I'm not an influencer. By the numbers, technically no, but I still feel like you are. Well, I'm flattered and I'm happy to be here with this. Group. The numbers don't reflect your true your true ability to influence. Yes. Your IG, your IG game's Con- on point. IG game on point. On point, on point. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I love the flattery and all, but we should move on to like this week's topic, huh. and it's a heavy one today. Are you guys ready? You guys sure yeah. you're ready? Yeah. It's how do we come back from failure? Mm-hmm. And you know, as you may know, we've all been around the block a few times and definitely seen a fair share of success and failure. So in the moment, failure can seem really like very daunting, and it's a mountain that's insurmountable to climb. But here we are; we're all here. So we'd like to actually delve into this mo these moments of failure, these moments when everything seems screwed and you can't come back, and how do you get? How do you rise above it? And how you made the comeback, right? And how you picked yourself back up. So let me start by asking you guys: What was a setback you've had recently? Like, what was a big thing that you, you know, it, it, it's funny because it's not about the big, it's not the small, it's that moment you're feeling. So tell me something you really felt, you know, like that, it, it, it was hard. A failure. Don't go there. Hmm. Phil, do you want to go on this one? <laughs> I, when I was reading these notes, I was like, there's no way we're getting anything out of Phil. Like, <laughs> mm. close total shot. I just go back into my yeah, 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 your turn. Well, he's got a frog leg in his mouth. He's got a foot in his mouth now. I do. You kind of set me up. Okay, so recently, um, setback recently. Uh, I mean, I came ready with a story that kind of is about my career, but this was eight, 2008, you know, so what, 13 years ago. But recently, um, I, okay, I tried to run a half marathon. Mm. Um, I think that's the most recent failure, like failure in the sense of like, like not accomplishing what I set out to do. And um, what I discovered was uh, I can run further than I, than I think I can. And you should always hydrate. You should always take water. Um, my, my challenge this week to another friend of mine is to drink at least two liters of water every day. And after the weekend I've had, it's three liters of water for me every day. Um, I need to hydrate. I need to hydrate. Um, so in that moment, the feeling was just this utter disappointment, almost, almost uh, regret that you know, um, not not regret. It was almost like a it was a disappointment in who I was as a person. You know, I, I told myself uh, I could hear like. You know, one of my teachers' voices said, "You'll never amount to anything. You don't even, you know, no. run a half marathon." But I also realized that I just ran 19 kilometers, which to me is that's huge, right? But that's it intense. wasn't 21, mm. and it was like up and down hills, like 300 meters elevation. It's it's crazy. Uh, 300 meters is what a thousand feet. So it's it was uh, that was a tough one. Um, but the feeling was I don't know. I was very disappointed in myself disheartened by mm. like um who i was and what i was doing you know so that's the uh yeah it was almost like i didn't like myself at that point you know um so as i kept why do you think forward, you didn't and, like yourself oh, it's just like, a feeling what I had. is it about like hmm. yeah it was just a feeling i had i was like i you know i'm i I'm, I'm not worth anything, you know? It's like, how could you attempt something and fail it, and fail it right? Um, I, I, uh, failure is one of my biggest fears, like n- never uh, amounting to anything, mm. never accomplishing something. So to me, this was a, 
it was it was a humbling humbling moment. Um, it was a very humbling moment. But I, you know the way the way I see failure is um, this is cheesy. But someone said the door to success is down the hallway of failure. And 100%. yeah, I I used to write them down in a little um, in a little. Uh, <laughs> I'll write them down in a in a sketchbook. Right, I'll write down yeah. these like sayings. Um, one of them was by um, Frederick Douglass. He said, um, "I may not be responsible for getting knocked down, but I am responsible for getting back up." Right. So I, I would write that down in a in a sketchbook, right? And then I like draw, I like draw an anime character like next to it because um, I was really big into anime art style at that point. So uh, I had yeah. like three comics running, and um, I draw like one of my characters like overcoming failure, like, you know, jumping over, a, you know, a gorge they couldn't, they couldn't before, defeating an enemy that they could never beat before. So the new one I have is, um, new saying that I keep telling myself is sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. And um, whenever I hear that voice saying that I'm, I'm nothing, I'm, I'm useless, I'm, I'm garbage, I'm you know, I should be thrown into the, into the trash can. Uh, I just tell myself that, you know, what can I learn from this one? You know? And so for instance, with the half marathon, it was, uh, it was learning that running is not for me <laughs> and I can actually do more yeah. than huh. I, I can actually do more than, than I perceive I can do. Cause normally I just run 10 Ks. I did, I did 19, which is, you know, right. almost double. So That's amazing. That's freaking yeah. incredible. Yeah. I mean, gosh, like running, I mean, you guys from the last episode, um, as you guys know, I mentioned running is a punishment for me. So to hear anyone running 10 kilometers, 19 kilometers, any kilometers at all, it's just inspiring mm -hmm. to me anyways. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, I think I can call back to the fact that I do feel like, oh my God, I'm such a failure that I can't actually run and relating to what you just said, you know what, our bodies are amazing Genes, we can do a lot more than we think but somehow i can do everything else but when it comes to hiking or running i just have this mental block and i do feel i can relate where yeah like honestly phil i feel like a failure when i constantly just say no i can't do it mm. um and one of the interesting conversations i've had previously my friend had told me i want you to say i can try i would try instead of saying i can't so i thought that was really interesting mm. do you do you believe in the in the trying aspect or just the doing aspect? Coming back to the Yoda, the Yoda's um, saying where he says, uh, "Do or do not. There is no try." I think it's tr it's actually true because, like, if, if when you're trying, you're in essence doing the activity, right? Um, but I think it depends on the person what their mindset is. Like, if try if they use trying, it means that they would have had to accomplish the end goal. That's a trying. If you had done, that means it's been completed. But I, right. I perhaps the healthier mindset would be just in any effort, it's been done. Because mm. um, you know what? Yeah, it's just it's it's a benchmark that you set. That's very different, right? Mm. What are your thoughts mm. on this, Steve? This whole, it's very interesting concept, you know, I think I've tried to uh, completely eradicate the concept of failure out of my brain. So, wow. you know, what I mean is, um, because to say that you failed something, um, 
this is kind of funny in the, in the bathroom in my co-working space there's this they have these motivational pictures over the urinals they, never, they don't make any sense they're the yeah. dumbest things ever and they all try to make these like acronyms out of um these motivational words and one of them says um something about fail f-a-i-l <laughs> fail, fail means first attempt in learning you guys are frozen but yeah you're you're frozen actually it's you who are frozen uh let it go there we go. Uh oh, there we go. Uh, and okay, so first attempt in learning, but then I was not like, well, what happens if you fail more than once? That's not your first attempt in learning, so it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but um, so the whole concept of failure is, you know, it's terrifying. It's a lot of pressure, and I and to to fail at something, it has to be a finite goal, like no trying again. I believe so. To go to your your bit about fail is it about trying or doing. Um, you know, to fail something means that it just can't be done. I suppose. But I think the way I try to always look at things is everything's in motion constantly, right? So you kind of remove the pressure of failure, like on mm. a set date or a set time. And if you didn't get it, you just keep trying again. Um, so yeah. failure in general, um, being a failure, failing at something, I just, when I'm going through my head and I'm trying to think of when was the last time I failed, I can't think about a specific instance. And I think that's because I always just see things in motion. New opportunities mm. come, new opportunities to learn, new opportunities to grow, new opportunities to see things, see things from a different perspective. Um, and so, you know, you can't really fail if you just keep looking at it as, a, as an iterative, iterative process. Yeah. So um, I would say, I, I, I can't think of anything I can pinpoint to in the recent past and say I, I failed at that. Um, however, the concept of failure or feeling like a failure, I think, I think I was scarred from that as a kid. So that's why I'm trying to erase right. it. So, uh, <laughs> that's my take on failure. Remove it. Yeah. Did you, did you fail yeah. as a kid before? Like, um, was there, was there times where you would like, just like, to, um, to, um, I think it was more of the concept of, well, I think I talked about this in a few other episodes when I was growing up and this is something I, it's like having you know, ADD, ADHD, whatever. It's definitely a it's right a here. Thing. It's a real right thing. And when I was um, growing up, you know, I struggled in a lot of things that everyone else could seemingly do normally. A lot of it is just focus. A lot of it's just the ability to study, the ability to retain information. You know, standardized testing was always hard because it was always like reading, but the things weren't going inside of your head. Um, so I, when I was younger, I just thought, man, am I just a failure at everything? And I, I can't cope with this. And then, um, Obviously, that you know, I got diagnosed. I had medication, and you realize, oh, you can you can actually do things. But then you have to come to the terms of the fact that this is just something I have to deal with in general. This is part of me. So um, then so you, you learn to kinda, accept yourself. You learn to accept, but then you know there was no. You just kind of learn that okay, well then. Um, there's always kind of things that you could do to hack around some of the things that you weren't good at or couldn't do as quickly as other people. So it's like, you know what, if, right. if the normal way isn't my way, I'm just going to figure out another way to do it or another way to succeed or stay afloat. Um, so that's just kind of the overall mentality, I think. That's very smart. That's, that's definitely a way to overcome it. Yeah. No, that's definitely fail like overcoming failure. And I love the fact that you, you're not using failure as a definition. You're actually redefining what it means, right? Right, yeah. I mean, you have to have a set. I failed this, and I can never try again. It's just like, no, I'm just gonna yeah. try it again in a different way. So. No, just try and try and try. Like I try and be funny, and I fail and fail, fail over again. But That's it's fine. True. I'll just laugh. At, I can just laugh at myself. It's fine. I can laugh at myself all day. I look in the mirror and I just start laughing. Anyways, it's fine. I think. Right. That's another um, 
Let's zoom call for that. <laughs> um i think a relatable i have two experiences um i actually wanted to delve into i think one of them was um growing up i actually was a very good student i always was top of the class and etc and then i also have mentioned previously in other episodes that i've actually been kicked out of school multiple times which is why i went to military school went to boarding school and etc and then when i i actually went to new york and gone to specialized high school got kicked out for various reasons reasons and so for my family I was always a failure I was no longer the golden child I was never good enough and that what that actually defined me for a long long time and I think till this day sometimes it's still that that crappy voice in my head it's like Sam you're not good enough you haven't done this you're not this and this and this um, mm. I think of what I've done to overcome that and is finding a supportive network that tells me that it's okay to try and try and again and to not compare myself to other people's timeline and to take the time to process things. And mm. you know what? Like I have a business idea today that, you know what, 20 years, like 10 years ago, I there was zero chance I would have done because I wouldn't have had funding. I wouldn't have had the patience or actually the knowledge of the network I would have had. And on the flip side, there is so much fear of failure because that is also that voice that sits in my head. Like Sam, you got kicked out of school. You lost this and you lost that. But then I had to spin the story and think about all the opportunities I somehow ended up with because I made all the wrong turns. So I would say failure is definitely a cornerstone, ha, cornerstone, in going down the path of success. And it's it's not an easy subject, but it's up to you to narrate the story that you want to tell, honestly. Mm. So, yeah, I think mm. it's, um yeah, we definitely have various versions of, like, what is de- very different definitions of what failure means. I find this so interesting. What do you think uh, is the, what, so what do you think what is like something... the conventional, conventional uh, definition of failure for a lot of people? If I'm being honest, I think it's what people see in you. It's what, like, they're afraid of what people see versus of what actually really matters is how you view yourself. You know what I mean? A lot of times, like, we look outwards for validation of what our meaning is or what value we offer, what out- value we output, rather than really seeing inwards, is this what's meaningful to me? If this is what success means for me. Success is so different for variations, right? Some people are driven by money. Some people are driven by their passion. Some people are driven by happiness. But what does that mean? And then, but you lose sight of that when you sit there and you're like, okay, what does that, if that person doesn't see me as being the rich person, I'm a failure. Oh, I should have been at 24. I should have made a company. I should have done this. That's when people get lost in their failures. And I think, unfortunately, this is my opinion of how a lot of people view themselves. And that's for a long, for a long time. And some days I still look at myself that way. Yeah, so true. Yeah. Wow. I, I would add to that and say it's, it's when they don't, um, uh, the, the reality doesn't match their expectation. Yes. And, um, where they say, yeah, you know, I wanted to be, I wanted to be married at 25 and in an airline by 30. Right. Mm. And, um, for the first part, I would have failed it. Right. Yep. But really at 25, man, what do you know at 25? You know, it's right. Just, you know, some people get married young, you know, right. is that a failure? I, I don't think so. But it was, it was because as Sam was saying, other people would look in and say, come on, Phil, no, you're about to turn 30, you know, why aren't you married? You know, like, oh, it's bad, eh? Uh, I, like, my dad recently sent me a picture. He's been sending me, actually, a couple of pictures of eligible um, 
uh, daughters of some of his friends. So, you know. Do they look like Steve? Yeah. Uh, no. I could be so lucky. That's why no. you said no. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, one's a doctor. Why don't you speak to her? She happened to be in the UK. But you should just speak to her. I'm like, what? We have doctors like, in Hong it? Kong. Doctors in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. There's another one in in uh in in tokyo and i'm like oh. how, how does he know so many doctors <laughs> like, like, never mind just violent. doctors why are they locally like dispersed everywhere oh that's that's zimbabweans for you we are we are all over the world you know planting seeds planting <laughs> seeds <laughs> bridgerton the, the the lead actor in bridgerton the the black dude he's, oh, he's so gorgeous hmm. sorry what bridgerton yeah, the Netflix show. Bridgerton. It's not your kind of thing. Never, never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Janice will have a girls' night. Yeah, watch Janice, that. Is, Janice is chirping right now. I, I, could, I could hardly hear her, but she just. When you got Bridgerton! Bridgerton or Bridgerton? Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Googling now. That's the benefit of being on. It's the one I was watching on TV. Oh, she's been watching it. Yeah. A lot of people watch it, though. Oh, yeah. He can Bridgerton me. No, I will go for like the whole flashy ball gown outfit, thingamajiggies, you know. I'm all about mm. that. Mm. Sam, your audio is a bit low. Something happened, Sam. It looks like you're, uh, I don't know. No. Right. no. You're very faint. Hello? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. It's like that now? Get Out movie. I, I, I see your lips. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hello. Somebody hear that? Um, very yeah. soft. Robert Walters. This is an anti-endorsement. How dare you, Robert Walters? I'm from Robert Half. Robert fucking Why is every uh, recruitment agency some Robert? Should be, yeah. Robert Half is where I'm from. Steve, this friendship will have just ended. Guys, I called you an influencer. I got to get some credit for this. Oh, my God. I'm not an influencer. You're just confused. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's my ADD. I blame it on my ADD. Oh my god, I'm ADD. Shiny objects. Wow. <laughs> so I'm the only normal one here, right? Okay. Normal <laughs> Don't say normal, Philip. What is normal? We are not allowed to use normal. Okay. I Sorry. am the only one who isn't certified here. Uh, when the when the men in white coats come, they will take you two, and I'll be sitting there watching. Okay. Oh, that's because you're going to be married to white a doctor, and in, her friends okay. are coming over for happy hour. <laughs> That's what the men in white coats are for you, Phil. That was a callback. Shout out to Dan. (laughs) Sam, steer us back. (laughs) (laughs) Today today it's soft Sam. All right, guys. How about this? Let's take a step back and go back to if we were to time travel and backwards, what would you do differently? I would definitely have finished high school. I would probably be like a Nobel Peace Winer. Okay, Wait, Winer? <laughs> a Nobel Peace Winer. <laughs> if that you didn't finish high school? No, I didn't. I got a. I, I actually got my um, high school equivalent degree. I got my admin degree, and then I went to Fordham University. Then I went to Baruch, and I have my master's. I'm a straight A student. Ba boom. Said so you got it. I, I think you turn your mic down. Hopefully, in post, uh, we can bump this up. Hi, what about now? Yeah. Yeah, incredible. Okay, well, I just took the mic off. Get it oh. out of here. Now I, like a, now I look like a sexy operator. 
this is a callback to a previous episode. Um, this is pre-Sam episodes. This is one of the first, the regrets episode. Uh, have you, yeah. Phil, would you change any context based on this? Uh, yeah, man. You know, there's a lot of stuff I would change. Um, I've been watching a lot of, uh, like, science fiction recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, things like things like Rick and Morty or uh, you know Star Trek and yeah. um, they they deal with the with the alternate universe right where if you change one thing um, the results will be different right so like let's say so, well, with with aviation during my co- my commercial flying test I failed it the first time you know and by failing it the first time I had to stay in, in at the at the school longer which meant I couldn't get home for, for something, right? Mm-hmm. But, and that delayed a lot of stuff along the way. And so I couldn't even get into the airline at that point. So I, I keep wondering if I had not failed my, my, my flight test, um, would, I, would I be in this position? And um, I, there are times where I do ask myself the what if question, like, you know, uh, what if I, what if I had done this differently in this relationship or what mm. if I had, um, uh, um, you know, been more, been more, uh, focused on, on, you know, health, you know, uh, would I, mm. would I be 88 kilos? Sorry. My weight's going up, man. So, you know, um, but the thing is, I, yeah, it doesn't matter because, uh, I've been listening to, I've been reading Kierkegaard as well. He's a philosopher, a Swedish philosopher, and he said, um, "Do do this or do that, or don't do this or don't do that. Either way, you'll you'll regret it." Like you know, it are you sure that was in Yoda again? Kierkegaard, do this or do that. Either way, you're gonna regret it. Which basically means, no matter what happens, life life will continue. And mm-hmm. when he says regret it, he's he's using he's trying to be. Uh, it, it's it's a dark style of comedy right yeah um so he's saying it's going to be the same like you know so i'm learning to let go of a lot of things uh with the recent breakup um and uh you know this job situation so many things could have been different and i could have done i could have i could have saved the relationship i could have been promoted in the job earlier but i would still be in the same boat mm-hmm. you know, um where i am now i could have been super healthy and had like 27, you know, 27 abs and like, you know, but I would still be in the same boat. 27 abs. That's yeah. odd numbered. That's my left side. Yeah, numbers. I wish you said at least 28 or something. That no, 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 there is no, oh, that, that is imbalance. It is. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sam's OCD is kicking me and she's like, no. unbalanced abs. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So like going back. I okay, mean, I, I mean, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I would like to change stuff, but either way, right. it would be the same, you know? Yeah, and you don't have the perspective back then that you have now, so it's like, you know, this is probably very played out, but the you now who looks back and has all these maybe regrets or things that you could have done different, if you put yourself back in your shoes back then, you probably wouldn't even have thought the same way, right? So it's like you weren't even equipped to make the better decision at that time. Maybe in yeah. some cases, there were moments where you, you might have thought like, oh, 
um, maybe I should do this or I shouldn't do this. And you did it anyway. But in most cases, it's like, man, you know, it's like, well, if only I knew now what, I, now, if only I knew then what I know now. So that's really hard. It, it's a really hard question yeah. to answer. Yeah. One can say that I think the 2020 other is in hindsight. Yeah, of course. That's an easier way to say it. Yoda, once again. No, well, last year was 2020. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Oh, Guys. You're a dad somewhere in the world. I just watched Endgame. I just watched Endgame on Saturday. And it's like, honestly, even going back in time, there's things that you can't change. At the end of the day, you change one thing, it'll cause another ripple effect. I really believe in that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, something's still going to happen. Something's going to change because there's no right. state of perfection. There's no, I don't think there's an actual state where everything in your life is checkbox. And if it is, that means you're complacent, probably. That's yeah. you know I'm not sure that's what you want in your life anyways. Right. Yeah. So. It's true. Yeah, I was just thinking. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Complacency and such. Um, you know, the funniest thing, even when I think back now, I did not. I never. I never cared about school when I was in. <laughs> I just didn't care. I just didn't think it was important. And then uh, even I didn't want to go to college. I went to college anyway, and then I didn't care when I was in college, really. And um, I'm just like, man, I just, I just didn't, it wasn't in my head. Now I realize, now I'm thinking, man, I should have cared more. And I, I, I realize I'm now equipped to actually care in such an environment. But back then, that would have been interesting. Mm. Failure? Well, yeah, I did so, fail many times. I did so fail funny. Huh? No, that's really funny. I, um, I mean, that's super <laughs> funny. I graduated with an audit degree. And 10 years later, I'm not even near doing that subject. So as much right. as I learned, you know, it wasn't, uh, I, I don't know how applicable it is. And in retrospect, you would have th thought about going to college for what you're doing now because you're passionate about what you're doing now. That's also a hindsight knowledge. There's, if you told me 10 years ago, I would be doing IT right now, I would literally just laugh at you. I thought accounting was <sighs> my life. That was going to be my godsend. That was my like, path. Wow. Do you want to know when I was, when my dad was pressuring me to go to college and I was, look, I didn't care. I really, I picked up any pamphlet I could find and I just read. It was almost like I threw a dart. Um, pamphlets with the, uh, almost, it was the pretty much. Oh my God, I've got the perfect meme for you later. Um, but it was basically that. And I was, man, I don't want to go to college, blah, blah, blah. Why should I? I don't know what I was thinking. Um, and then I was looking through the brochure for my university. What, what should I major in? And as I was looking, I know I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. You know what caught my eye? <laughs> Agriculture. What? Yeah. Play markets. Uh, no, no, no. I, and then I envisioned myself owning a farm, like a pine tree farm, selling Christmas trees, <laughs> having, having a cabin, having, I was like, oh, land, land would be good. And I just imagined like a Christmas tree farm and some dogs in a cabin where I made hot dogs. I was like, you know, I, I think I could like that life. And honestly, when I think about it now, yeah, I still would. I still would enjoy having my own Christmas tree. Farm. You know what? So, now I know so what that's your angle? A pineapple tree. Yeah. Honestly, I could. I, I should have taken agricultural studies. That's so interesting. You don't need to do agriculture to become a farmer. You know what I mean? I study it. You know, I don't. It just sounded like a great idea. It still sounds like a good idea. Who wouldn't want to live on like 100 acres of land, have a tractor, whatever the hell shenanigans you do on a farm? Uh, that would have been cool. I, do I, it. I, I, maybe I, 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 
There's a, there's well, a lot of the East Coast. Right? That's the thing. But I always just imagine things would work out somehow. And it's kind of still yeah. the mentality I have now, but with a little bit more um, acumen, I suppose, in terms of like, okay, this is these are the things that need to happen in order to, to not is this, fail. Is this going to be the... Is this going to be the origin story of Steve's Steve's pine tree farm? You know? Hey. Well, we, based you guys... on this origin... Yeah. Huh? Well, based on this origin story, guys, actually, I have two challenges for you. Audience, I would challenge you to think about what you would do if you could reverse time. And then secondly, would you actually take on this pie? I, I challenge Steve to come back and tell us next time what he really, really do in agricultural class right now. Yeah, I would. I'll tell you right now. I would. So we that should find you up now, amazing. right now. No, right I now. can't. It's too. I okay. We the, should bring the, him the outside it up. I would. It's. It would be too much to switch now. Maybe. Maybe after certain things happen, I will go back to where I belong on the farm. Um, you, you right, well, I'm going to hold you to your word. No, not now, but there's a few other questions we have that might lead to a good answer for that. Um, are you afraid of failure in the future? Yeah, I'm afraid of not having a Christmas tree farm. <laughs> in the future? Yes, blur your nostril. Blur that more. Blur it. Blur it. Um, no, for real, though. For real. But but I'll, I'll, I'm going to commandeer the host duty right now because I'm the lesser of the ADD uh, malfunction right now. Um, are you afraid of failure in the future? And even though I would say that, uh, you know what? I think a lot of people have this anxiety, but what is the definition of failure and in what timeline? Um, that's yeah. a tough one. What do you guys think? Can we just define it? Define what failure in the future would be? Oh, failure in the future. Yeah, the question is, are you afraid of failure in the future? Um, I think, for me, I'm not sure. I, I think I've reframed it to not call it failure because it does nothing constructive for me. Rather, call them, that, call them as stepping stones, cornerstones, challenges, and it's a try and try again. Um, I think maybe that's also more in line with you, what you said, Steve. Um, I don't, I, I, I can't, I, I personally can't view things as a failure because admittedly I have a fear of failure. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I define it as that, then I find it a lot harder for me to go and achieve it. So for example, the whole running thing, I know, I think I suck at it. Therefore, I don't like doing it versus if I pick up a new activity, like for example, working with you guys on this podcast or just like taking on a new role, I just get thrown in the mix, I'll find a way to do it. Mm -hmm. But the second I'm like, I can't do it, then that doesn't leave my head. And that story keeps playing in my mind. So I avoid thinking that I can't do something. Mm -hmm. mm. So yeah. interesting, I, I'm on the opposite spectrum. Failure to me is, is a partner. It's, it's, um, it's part of the process, you know? Uh, I welcome it. I welcome it all the time. In fact, sometimes I will do something with the intention to fail. Um, yeah. To know, like, for instance, the marathon, the half marathon, rather. Yeah. I didn't expect I would finish it. I expected to fail. Um, yeah. And through it, I learned, of course, you know, the, the feelings of, of actually, you know, the, the not being good enough, the, the disappointment, that, that sucks. But that's yeah. part and parcel of the of the experience for me. So yeah. I actually look forward to failure. Uh -huh. you know, um, 
because it just means it's it's every anime ever. <laughs> it's yeah. every TV show. The well, hero's journey. Where... You need the drama. I love no, drama. Sorry, not you need the drama, but in general, people need that drama, that wake up call. You know what I mean? It's like the za za zoo. Yeah. Mm. It's it shows your your where where you are lacking in life. And mm. um if you you know and and if if you if you expose that then you can strengthen that and then you can grow from it. So I I like growing. Hence the 88 kilograms. Yeah. The more you talk about yeah, anime well. Phil, the more I just imagine I never really thought of you having all these like whiny high school inner monologues like of the animates. What was it? What was the guy? What was the what was the character's name in uh, Evangelion? The just the whiny boy who was just inner, oh. inner monologuing the whole time. Uh, was it Shiro or was it Shinji? Shinji. Shinji. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. man. Shinji. Um, that's a, that's. A, I think Philip. To be honest with you, what you just said, I think it's uh, with just a little bit of uh, tweaking. I think that's a really good mindset, actually. To maybe not to um, say per se that you are looking to fail or you plan to fail when you start something, but I think that going into situations realizing that failure is a is a large pot probability of failure, but yeah. that you will try and you will try to succeed, but probability is, um, I'm sorry, failure is likely. And because if you go into something, I think it's going into something knowing that you, you, you could fail is good. Going into something assuming you're yeah. going to fail is maybe not good because that, that's like a small subconscious thing that's going to start taking over All and right. steer you to failure. But if you're going into something, you're like, there's a huge degree I, I'm going to fail. And you start to maybe make a joke of it or laugh at it. Um, for yeah. example, in softball, my, my team, the guys super competitive. And they were like, hey, Steve, do you want to try pitching? And they're like super competitively. And I'm like, yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> I, I knew I was going to. Uh, so I just started making a joke about it. And I'm like, you guys better not be chapping my ass yeah. when I start to screw up. But I was ready to walk in and just like, you know, screw up the whole game. But I would have tried. But um, that's, I think that's a, that's a good way to um, jump into new things. And I think the only way to start new things is to just to start without knowing anything and pick things up along the way, assuming that okay. you're going to fail or make mistakes and keep going. So I think that's a pretty healthy mindset. Like the way well, you do with the podcast. Happens. You just go yeah, in cold. Basically, I go in cold. That's the, that's the same concept. Like, yeah. Otherwise, you start tripping over well, your guys, words. On or, that yeah. note. Mm-hmm. Guys, on that note, I'm going to talk about the challenge of having uh, of resetting our mindset to just be open to any opportunities uh-huh. and not looking at it as a failure and seeing it as a partner. And I think another thing is on this week's podcast, we're starting this proper trend of the challenge. So what is the challenge? We miss, we miss Max. The Max isn't here this week because he's taking on a personal journey of taking a test. We wish him best of luck. Shout out to you. Um, but then, so Steve, share Max's um, challenge for the week. Okay, well, let me pull it up real quick. So or don't I, might have to tweak it a, I might have to tweak it a bit because it's it's a bit. Um, yeah, or Phil uh, or anyone else. No, here we go, here we go. So so Max, huh. he, he wrote a lot here. Um, he, he challenges us to cook a meal each night until next Monday or the next podcast. Okay. Um, he assumes that we'll fail to get it on Monday. Monday. Under 500 calories, at least 20 <laughs> grams of protein per serving for a budget total of 400 Easy. Hong Kong dollars. But Easy. 
Can we? That's too easy. Guys, we it? it's way too easy. I do that already. Okay, I think it needs to be fifty grams of protein. I would rather grams of protein for entertainment value. I think that we should focus on one meal that we cook for under fifty dollars that has fifty grams of protein, and we should have a little competition. Done. Then on the show, and we should rate each other's dishes based on nutrition, based on um, appearance, and we'll do like a little fun judging competition. So that is fun. That is fun. And then we gotta get Gordon. We gotta. Can somebody please source a Gordon Ramsay wig for Max? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we 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 should judge. We'll get the we'll get the uh, we'll get people on Instagram to judge. We'll get Alrighty. people on Instagram so to judge challenge. the appearance. Yeah, maybe Max can judge the flavor or lack thereof. He's weird. Lack thereof is fine. All right, so now we have our challenge for next week, which is going to be that we uh, each, the four of us next week, will be bringing a dish, meal prep, yeah. fifty grams of protein, and less than fifty dollars presentation, and then we're gonna bring our own version of Garden Ramsey, and you can vote and see who wins as well. Um, okay, and in summary, now we're going to talk about business. Business, guys, you want to follow us on Instagram, Mid Universe, and then you want to follow us on um, Spotify, and you also want to check us out on uh, YouTube. <laughs> so when I say all of this, I'm stuttering because I'm not very technical. I am ADHD. Uh-huh. No, okay, I'm not blaming on that. But guys, seriously, check us out on this and give us any feedback. We'd love any following. We're trying to get 300 views, please. Sam, Help us can out, you, manifestation, can following up on speed. Do it, do it for, do it so we can clip it and put it in the channel, but you need to do it in like an Uncle Sam way, but Auntie Sam. <laughs> Follow us. What? Like and subscribe. Like, we need you. you. Do, we do want it, you. Do something we can clip. We need you. We need you. Why should clip they follow? Why should they follow, Sam? They should follow because we are authentic and that is what's going to be on our next episode talking about our authentic selves. So be ready, be on and listen next week. Um, so the, that brings us to the close of this episode. Let's talk next week. <laughs> <laughs>